Welcome everybody, this is COD Cannabis On Demand. This is episode 7, and we have a lot to talk about today. I've been bitching and complaining and crying about the MedMen and Satura Wellness and their little MILF campaign. Well, I'm here to tell you, they will no longer be pursuing their MILF campaign. They realized out of the almost $9 million that they raised between medical marijuana companies and people that they got money from and boosters or whatever you want to call them, endorsers, they will not be pursuing it. They spent about seven and a half, eight million dollars of that nine million dollars on trying to get this done. They quickly realized they cannot get it done in time. They didn't have enough signatures verified. So they will not be pursuing their MILF petition. So in short, it won't be on the bill in 2020. But the good news is, I just read via Florida Tree News, a new bill is being created, SB 1860. It creates multiple licensing categories, including growing, processing, uh, obviously retailing, and it establishes transportation licenses. So I know in other states you can get a marijuana handler's license that allows you to be a transporter. which is all great because that opens up tons of jobs for people. Anybody that's going to want to get into this industry will have the ability to. Uh, It's also allowing contracting and wholesaling by growers to processors or retailers. So if you're a retailer, you'll be able to reach out to any grower you want locally and really just get the best medicine that you want to sell in your store, in your dispensary. Obviously, it's going to permit adults 21 and over only and they're gonna have the the medical marijuana license but it's also gonna permit adults 21 and over to be eligible to buy cannabis without a medical marijuana card so that means full rec that's what they're looking for full rec they're also gonna allow the courts to resentence and expunge existing felony marijuana charges I'm assuming misdemeanors also but it's really the felonies that people are looking for to get removed from their history from their record from everything because really if you were to go get a job at Morgan Stanley or any financial institution just because you've been arrested for marijuana They're going to ask you time and time again for every promotion that you get. Why were you arrested? And you can say, oh, I was smoking weed with my friends. Or, oh, I was growing a plant. Whatever it may be. The problem is, is that somebody's always going to look at you and say, oh, this guy's a pothead. Oh, this guy's a slacker. Oh, this guy gets arrested, so he probably doesn't make great choices. Well, with this bill being pushed through, this will allow you to go ahead and expunge everything on your record pertaining to cannabis. And when you do get the job, you can say and check off, no, not felony conviction. No, not misdemeanor conviction. And when you go for that promotion, you could say, no, 
never been arrested for a misdemeanor or felony crime with confidence and do your job with confidence. I know people that did time for growing 10 plants, you know what I mean? And three to five years is mind-boggling when you have fucking rapists and pedophiles getting off with probation as long as they register. I mean, I'd register as a fucking pothead if you wanted me to. Just don't arrest me. Don't make me go to prison. I had a friend growing up years ago where we were at the spot going to get a nickel sack and he winds up getting arrested. He didn't have anything that he was possessing, but it was in with arm's reach of him. So he was taken down and charged with possession of a gram of weed. And because he wasn't an American citizen, he was deported back to Malaysia. Now you tell me, is that fair? Is that justice? The American way? So all I'm saying is if you expunge people's records and they have the ability to get a fair shake in life once again, let it happen. Let's see if your correctional facilities have corrected these hardcore criminals that you've arrested and sentenced to years. These hardcore drug offenders. But aside from that, it's, uh, it's going to prohibit marijuana smoke from being utilized in public place. So no outdoors and, you know, on a beachside cafe, you can't just light up a joint. You can't light it up walking down the street or sitting at a bus stop. So, I mean, there are parameters to it. They're not unrealistic. They make sense. Uh, and it also maintains a home rule by allowing counties, municipalities to prohibit or limit the number of medical marijuana dispensaries in their jurisdiction. So it's first come first serve if this goes through. You need to be number one in line. You need to have your paperwork in order, all your ducks in a row, T's crossed, I's dotted, and make sure your shit is on point. Anything that you have to get signed, sign, have a lawyer, look it over. You know, you pay for perfection. You pay to get it done. If this is what you want, and it seems like this is what everybody's been asking for, then we'll see what happens. This is going to the Florida Senate in 2020. Again, it's SB 1860. You could read more about it on Florida Tree News or at Florida Tree News. But to me, this is what we are looking for. And I am so excited because everybody... 18 and up can see the pros in this and I really don't see any cons if you have any cons do me a favor drop me a line send me an email let me know what you don't like about this because I could be wrong I could misinterpret this and you could think of it a different way so the bill actually states availability of marijuana for adult use revising the sales tax exemption for the sale of marijuana and marijuana delivery devices to only include sales to qualified patients or caregivers. Revising provisions related to licensor or functions of medical and marijuana treatment centers, which are the MMTCs, the clinics, the dispensaries, 
specifying application requirements for the dispensaries to obtain cultivation licenses and processing licenses, authorizing MMTCs licensed to cultivate or process marijuana to use the contractors to assist with the cultivation process of marijuana under certain conditions. This isn't just a plan. This was filed on the 13th of January. They're looking to have this go into effect January 1st, 2021. So this is it. Let's do what we need to do. If you're interested in this business, if you're interested in cannabis, or if you're just a smoker, I get it. Get in where you fit in. But this is going to allow people like myself to get into the business that we should have had the ability to get into three years ago. It's okay. I'm okay with being the underdog. I'm okay with working from behind. But just watch me shit all over these big corporate companies as the little guy. This is where I shine. I like to be bet against. I like people saying, no, he can't do it. It gives me the fire, the fuel I need to get what I got to get done. It is what it is. Now it's crunch time. I also wanted to talk a little bit about legal versus black market. It's a huge debate, a huge topic all over the U.S. And I want to know some of your feelings on it. Because personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with the black market. I don't think there's anything wrong with the legal market. I understand that illegal is illegal and legal is legal, but at the end of the day, if the legal market can't provide enough medicine, cannabis, weed, whatever you want to call it, that they need to, which boggles my mind, like I said before, it's absolutely insane that this is happening, but if you can't grow enough weed quick enough, why shouldn't people be able to turn to the same people they've relied on for years? You have always gone to your neighbor's house or your buddy's house, and he is always taking care of you. He might have shorted you a little bit. He might have overcharged you when the nugs look super fire, but in the same token, he was always there for you. Why shouldn't you have the ability to go to him when you can't get what you need from somebody else? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The weed that I see on the black market, and I've said it before, is 10 times better than what I've seen in these dispensaries. Every once in a while, the dispo will come out with some super fire and something special. But how fast does it go? And how fast do you consume it? It's not repetition. You can't get it over and over and over again. So with that being said, why not go to Joe Schmo's house and grab a sack until you're 
regular dispensary is back up and running. I don't think anything is wrong with going to shop local. Because that's what it is. You're helping local business. You're helping local families. You're helping a single dad or a single mom feed their kids. Or take their kids to Disney for the first time ever. That's what I think the black market does. It's shopping local. And that's always a, a, a way of thinking and even a slogan for some people. Shop local. I see it all over Facebook. Shop local. Go buy your groceries here, not at Walmart. If you think about it, these big dispensaries are Walmart. If you want to shop local, if you want to keep the business and the money in the community, you go see the guy you've been going to see for the past 20 years. You know what I mean? I want to hear your thoughts on that. I want to hear what you guys think if it's a good idea, what some of the pros and cons are about shopping local and going to see your buddy. And hit me up. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Once again, if you like what you hear, click subscribe. You want to leave a comment, you can hit me on Instagram, cannabis underscore on underscore demand. I have Facebook, at cannabis on demand. Let me know what you think. You have a question, you have a comment, feel free to leave it. I'll even bring it up on the next episode. Until then, keep those joints lit, those smiles wide, and I'll see you on the next go-round.